the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrup. Is the Fed handcuffing the economy? Ken Lormand reports the man in the Oval Office thinks so. President Trump says the major stock market indexes and economic growth would be higher today if the Federal Reserve had not raised interest rates four times in the last year. The president says the economy would be growing much faster if the Fed hadn't continually raised rates. Hong Kong's embattled leader Carrie Lam moved to quell public anger by shelving an unpopular extradition bill, but opponents of the measure say it's not enough. They're demanding that Lam withdraw the bill entirely, apologize, and step down. Another big protest is planned for Sunday. St. Louis held a victory parade today to honor the Stanley Cup champion Blues, who claimed the first championship in the team's 52-year history with a Game 7 win over the Boston Bruins Wednesday night in Boston. This is SRN News. Dr. Sebastian Gorka just doesn't understand AOC. Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, very peculiar interpretation of priorities inside a market economy. The argument is the following. Having a home is a right before somebody else makes a profit. Wow. Yeah, wow indeed. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Hour 2 of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Headliner Mitch Berg is right around the corner, so don't turn those dials. But first, let's take a look at your weather for the rest of the day. High of 75. Showers are going to last throughout the night as we reach a low of 57. Sunday, more of the same. Chance of showers in a high of 69. Mitch Berg coming up next right here on The Patriot. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Uh, By the way, I am all raring to go for tonight's uh, deep dive with Sebastian Gorka. Dr. Gorka, of course, the afternoon drive host nationwide, uh, I should say midday host nationwide on Salem, uh, coast to coast, uh, is going to be joining us for the first time ever, at least in his capacity as our midday star, replacing Michael Medved since the top of the year here. He is a fascinating guy, and I am very much looking forward to sharing a room with him tonight. We're going to be down at Discovery Bay. Well, I can tell you that it doesn't matter because I pretty sure we're sold out and uh pretty sure tickets aren't available i will be there along with uh, brad carlson uh and of course uh, king banyan will be joining us from st cloud so uh that, that'll be uh i'm looking forward to that just coming up here and i figured i'm all i'm all raring to go here so if you're coming tonight hope to see you if you're at the narn table congratulations you made the right choice 651-289-4488 the number to call or you can reach me on twitter at hashtag narn show uh, in case you are, get uh, Mike shy, although uh, with the next crowd here, Mike shyness is, is not an option. We'll we'll come back to that in a moment here. Uh, it we're, we have some guests in the studio now to talk about an event that that frankly I'm really happy to hear about because I'm the son of a high school speech teacher, uh, someone who had me out working a room when I was still in elementary school, and uh, being afraid 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 in front of a crowd uh, was never an option for me. And I have, as I've grown up through the years, watching people in Congress, quote, speaking, end quote, in front of a crowd, I have come to rue the state of modern American oratory. And with us, an event that will make just a, a, 
nice little effort in nudging the needle in the right direction. Uh, I've got three guests here with me to talk about uh, an event coming up here in the Twin Cities shortly. We'll be talking about that. I, I've got Jean Haskell in the studio with me. Jean, welcome to the broadcast. Hi, thank you. Get that microphone right up to your mouth there. There you go. Uh, and, and, of course, we have uh, Cynthia Steffen uh, in, in the in studio today. today. Cynthia, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. And uh, Sherry Wallace is with us today. Sherry, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Thanks very much, Mitch. So we are here talking about an event called Speaking Proudly. Uh, it's a punchy title. What, uh, what are we talking about here? This is an oratory contest uh, for Minnesota high school girls, uh-huh. and it's sponsored by the Metro Republican Women. Okay. It is going to happen on October 26th at the state capitol. We've reserved the entire capitol oh, really? for this speech contest. Uh, the topic is... A Republic, if you can keep it, hmm. rising to Benjamin Franklin's challenge. Okay, uh, so let's let's talk a little bit about uh, about the contest first, then we'll talk about the. Well, first of all, why? Where's this come from? Is this the first time uh, we've done this? Is this the first time. Okay, uh, we've been planning for a year. Uh, by that time, it'll be a year and a half. Uh, we waited till the first day we could reserve the Capitol and finding it the very best. Um, s- setting for this type of a speech contest. Yeah, that's a great setting for speeches. I mean, too bad we don't get more good ones at the Capitol. <laughs> All right. So, so um, I'll just throw this. I'll just go round robin here. Uh, Cynthia, what, you've been working on this for about a year. It's the first attempt at this. Why? What, what was the motivation? Where did this? Uh, I'm, and, and if someone else wants to take this one, feel free. Uh, and there, you're all pointing down to uh, Gene Haskell. <laughs> okay. uh, you got the hot potato. Uh, why? Why? Um, it it actually just came up. There was an executive committee meeting at Metro Republican Women, and one of the members, who happens to be an ex speech teacher, said, "I've always wanted to do a speech competition." <laughs> <laughs> and we all thought, "Oh, that's a really good idea." Yeah. And kind of sat there for a little while and. Then it got revived, and we actually started working on it. It fits in really well with what Metro Republican Women is supposed to be doing. One of our biggest responsibilities is to educate women and girls about public affairs, about political process, and get them involved in it. And for so many young girls, they uh, they really have no way idea how to start or how you go about uh, knowing what you think right. and then defending it. So this will give them a chance to really research a topic. And, of course, it's built into the topic. We assume that the republic is worth keeping. That sounds kind of odd to say that, but there are people out there who don't seem to believe that. But um, they'll have to come up with their own take on that. You know, why and how? What are the threats to the republic? How do you defend it? What do you do to keep it operating? Is Is it worth it? And we'll come back to that in a moment here. I mean, the actual material that these that these young ladies are supposed to come up with here. But uh, I'll, I'll move over to you, Cynthia. Here now, who who are who are the contestants? Who who needs to? Who, who are we reaching out to to get involved in speaking proudly? High school girls, freshmen through senior. We don't care about the age because you've got great thinkers in that group of people right. all together. And Deb Kazmirak, who is not here, she's handling all of the judges. She's the one who contacted all of the schools, and what was the number that she contacted? It was a, a thousand. Was all it a of thousand? the private schools and the charter schools working with homeschoolers okay. and homeschoolers. We were fairly selective in where we wanted to go because some schools are not friendly mm-hmm. toward this topic. Uh huh. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to that in just a moment here. So if you are a, a member of the population that to whom you've been – and by the way, is this open to people outside of this set of schools that you've been reaching out yes, to? Yes, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we are broadcasting here uh-huh. to, to anyone who wants to listen yes. to you. So, so let's, let's go back to that, Sherry Wallace. Who, who, should, uh, who should get involved in this, in this event? We are reaching out to the high school girls, but also know that if their families are also concerned about their uh, ability to be reaching in the right direction and and being able to speak up for America, which is basically what we're concerned about, that we want them to realize this is a speech contest, the $1,000 prize for Wait, the- Wait, back up. $1,000 prize? <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. First prize. First exactly. Prize. First prize. We, we have already raised the money for the prize money. Excellent. And uh, $1,000 for the best eight-minute speech. 
and then five hundred dollars for uh, contestant number two, and two fifty for contestant number three. Wow! We take um, with the applications that are due on August first, and that's very important for us. To take it seriously, August first, and we want um, we will select fifty contestants that will then on October twenty sixth be competing at the at the state capitol. And when you say competing at the state capitol, are we talking you've hijacked the wells of the House, Senate, and Supreme Court? I mean, what, uh, uh, Gene? The initial rounds will be in the meeting rooms, conference rooms. um, But the final round, the top three girls, will be speaking in the rotunda. Oh, my. That's quite... You know, you're going to have a big audience there, and that'll oh, be yeah. pretty exciting for them, I think. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about. Okay, we know who she joined. We're talking about high school girls, uh, any anywhere throughout high school, um, and we know where they're going to be. They're going to be the state capital. Uh, how many? You see a number? Is this a, is this like an elimination round? Is this mm-hmm. going to be okay? Mm-hmm. So yeah. so so there's kind of a competition here. Let's talk about the the subject matter. I mean, we know it's it's Ben Franklin's uh, a republic if you can keep it. Uh, threats to 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 our to, to our republic, uh, Cynthia. Uh, what sort of range of topic? What sort of latitude do the contestants have in coming up with their eight-minute speech? It's wide range. You know, okay. I think it was. I came into this project late, just in January, so I'm a little unschooled, shall we say, in the preliminaries of this. But Eric McTax's, did I say that right? McTax's mm-hmm. book, A Republic If You Can Keep It, that right. was one of the primary. Um, Sources for this, but we found out there are a number of books by that name. We didn't know that. It's a pretty common <laughs> quote, yeah. <laughs> but it's still it's, perfectly valid, yeah. It's perfectly valid. You know, wherever these girls want to take this, we're open to hearing what they have to say. We want fresh new ideas from this generation. And when we say uh, high school girls, I mean, obviously, you've been selective in the audience you've reached out to in terms of the school population. Do they have to? I mean, obviously, it's Metro, Metro Republican women, but if uh, a 15 year old wanted to come in and give a speech saying the only way to keep this uh, republic is, is full blown socialism, Medicare for all, and a Green New Deal, eligible to compete? We are yeah. looking at the population, and they're going to, August 1st, send in a, a brief summary of their speech and an outline. Okay. From that, we will really get a sense of are they on board with what is considered a republic if you can keep it. Gotcha. And we also expect them to do extensive research and back up their opinions, back up their ideas. This is all uh, explained in detail on the website. Okay. Some very friendly things of how should I organize my speech? How should I do this? How do I do an outline? Um, we're, um, We're making it very easy and also an enjoyable experience for for the girls. And by the way, I mean, I spent a good chunk of my time in high school doing speech competitions, uh, state champion in speech, after dinner speech and broadcasting 1981 and 80. So uh, just just pointing that out, I, I do I just sort of miss the, the, the hustle and thrum of a speech contest. But I'm kind of amazed at how few kids actually take public speaking these days. It's kind of it's kind of depressing how few kids actually get to to learn the art and craft of working a room anyone anybody ever notice this yes. a lot of schools don't offer it and as you get more and more kids say being homeschooled and stuff they really don't have these opportunities that, right. that you do in a public school um, so that's part of the the reason we want to do this we got to open it up to everybody you don't have to preach the party line or anything like that but you do have to defend your thesis right and do it well and uh, I think it's really baked into the thing that we assume that they want the republic kept in some manner, but how they go about that and what they believe is best, they can argue that any way they want. Oh, fingers crossed here. I want more hope. By the way, if you have questions uh, for Jean, Sherry, or Cynthia, give us a call, 651-289-4488, should you care to join us. You can also reach us on uh, Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N show. since you mentioned the website for as a source for people to find out more information, uh, Sherry, where do where, where can we refer people to find out more about the competition? Go to speakingproudly.org. org. Speaking there you have some wonderful graphics, and then right away talking to the girls about so glad you're uh, willing to take on this challenge. We have written uh, very specific bulleted points that you say. How do you write this speech? Uh, how do you practice your speech? What about the research? 
submitting the application. So it's piece by piece. We're help or walking them through. How can this be a successful experience for them? Uh, they just need by August 1st to put in the title of the speech and the summary and the outline. By the end of August, we are going to have decided which 50 uh, will be part of this competition. Okay. And uh, they will be notified by the end of August. We have also rounded up 30, 28 judges okay. for this event, asking speech teachers and also people that regularly give speeches. Right. And uh, to be each... Um, each girl will be judged in the, there are three rounds possible, but okay. you'll be judged by three judges at each round. And okay. uh, they're at separate rooms, uh, as Jean said, throughout the, the state capitol. Excellent. Ah, I miss this stuff already. Uh, well, when we come, oh, if you have questions, give us a call, 651-289-4488. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. More when we come back. Go nowhere. Maybe you'd like to know what exactly Relief Factor is. It was created by doctors. It's a 100% drug-free supplement with four key ingredients that simply help your own body deal with the natural inflammatory response that it has. It's easy to swallow, four little capsules in each packet, like the packet that I carry with me at all times. Three packets a day for a week, then two packets a day for two weeks, and I have just described the three-week quick start. And you will know in three weeks, that's the beauty of it, whether it works, they don't drag you on. That costs just $19.95. There's a very good chance that a very serious percentage of my listeners suffer from some sort of muscular or joint pain. You should try this for $19.95. That's all you can lose. If it works, they will send it to you automatically. If it doesn't work, tell them not to send any shipments. And it's as simple as that. It is all at relieffactor.com. I've been using it for years now. Relieffactor.com. I'm Jan Markell, helping you understand the times. Today, you stand alongside the state of Israel. And by doing so, you are taking part in the greatest miracles of all time. Thank you for standing with us. The rebirth of Israel is the greatest miracle of all time, and the Jewish people are quick to thank Christians for standing with them. This is the nation that was attacked within 24 hours of its rebirth in 1948. It has endured four major wars since 1948 and hundreds, if not thousands, of terrorist attacks in its 71 years. Many church denominations ignore the state of Israel and insist that the church replaced her as God's chosen people. If you're a friend of Israel, thank you and be prepared for a blessing based on Genesis 12.3. For more information, listen to our weekend program on this station or anytime at olivetreeviews.org. Come on into the Rack Shack's new Egan location and wrap your taste buds around the Patriot Burger. Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280 The Patriot, here with Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue. How are you liking that new Egan location? Oh man, Egan is wonderful. We have so much more space and a dynamic center that allows us to better serve our in-store customer as well as our catering clients. You know, Keith, our listeners love the Patriot Burger almost as much as the Patriot. It's a brisket and chuck half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through America cheese on top and the American flag proudly flies out of the top of the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Get it? $12.80? Best burger in the USA. You really have to try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue's new Egan location. We're just a mile east of Cedar Avenue on Cliff Road in the heart of Cedar Cliff Center. You'll love our new digs. Come and see us today or join us at RackShackBarbecue.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Should you care to join me, that would be fantastic. By the way, if you uh, are interested, I have a link to the website for Speaking Proudly, posted at shotinthedark.info. It's at the website you find the details that you're going to need to get the high school young lady close to you to get involved in this. Again, like you're saying, you're taking the top 50 
uh, contestants. So this is not a trivial thing. This is not oh. just a pickup game. I mean, there's got to be a little bit of homework involved here. Uh, in fact, I'm looking at the, the judge's ballot that you were nice enough to provide me here. And uh, It's on the website. It's on the website, so you know what you're aiming for. Your speech is clearly structured. Boy, that took some teaching. I remember having to work on that for quite a while. Uh, speech shows evidence of broad research. Uh, it reveals citations or adroitly woven into the text of speech. Now, that's a trick. A lot of us talk shit. A lot of, a lot of us people who do this for a living have a hard time with that. Uh, speech demonstrates a creative, original approach to the topic. Oh, that's, that's a fun part. Uh, primarily persuasive in its approach and delivers a variety of support and uses sound reasoning. A lot of adults have a hard time with that. <laughs> right, yeah. But we feel that if a young woman can get this down, really study, really pay, this sets her and her priorities for the rest of her life, of really having this wonderful experience she will never forget. Yeah, absolutely. No, these these speeches were among the uh, speech contests that I did. Many of them at that age were among the most formative experiences of my life in a lot of ways. And I, I think that's a fabulous tra- tradition, a gift to hand on, hand on, even to the ones who don't walk away with a thousand. It's a it's a wonderful and and really kind of a character forming experience. I think, and that's I, I, I can't push that enough. So these things. Don't put themselves on. It's yeah. not a pickup game. This is this is not uh, speaking around a uh, around a trash fire on the street. This is this is a fairly big production. I mean, the state capital ain't chicken feed. Uh, Cynthia, you need all sorts of things to put this on. Not we least do. of which is people, volunteers. Uh, what what kind of in addition to contestants, what kind of people do you need to do this? Well, we have eleven specific roles. We have a hospitality manager, a spokeswoman, the tab managers, and the people who help. Um, collect all of the judges' ballots and, and decipher who wins and who goes forward. We have lunch manager. We have the assistant room managers, the room managers, the timers, and then we have the final round people. We have approximately 11 specific roles. We have 42 volunteers total that we need for them. We have approximately 20 at this point. Of those 20, seven will fulfill multiple roles, and we specifically need high school, no, college kids for the assistant room managers. Okay. We need 12 of those, and we need the tab room managers, and we need six timers, the people who cut you off when here's the end of the speech. That's the tough job. <laughs> Basically, it's the bouncer to speech competition. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, so we need people for the timers who are particularly skilled in that capacity. Detail-oriented yes, people yes. with a sense of priority. Oh, I know this one. And yes. a sense of fun. We want this yeah. to be fun, fun for the but girls. Pleasant. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Air horns not allowed for cutting people off? No. no, no, no. Pleasant personalities. We want this experience to not only be an opportunity for the girls to develop their critical thinking skills, but to have fun in the process. Yes. Absolutely. So a lot of different volunteer opportunities, I'm assuming they, they can, the people interested in, in, in getting involved can also go to speakingproudly.org. Correct, correct. Just sign up for it. And what's involved in volunteering? What kind of time commitment? Is there any time in advance of the event? Well, we have, we have five room managers for the, first, for the first set. And then we have, after that, we have two room managers. So you've got five and two. And the people who are selected for the sections A and B of the first round, they have specific time slots for each one of them. And we point that out in all of the directions that I will send to the people that I that volunteer. I'll talk to them. I'll send them all the descriptions so that they know who they're working with and the, the type of work that's required of them. And they know what time they have to be there, what time they leave. We're very specific in our details. We have a timeline. Sherry and, and Jean, they say that Americans in general fear speaking in front of a crowd more than anything else in the world. Some fear that more than getting killed in a house fire. I will say that I would rather speak in front of a crowd of drunk bikers <laughs> than remember all those details that Cynthia, Cynthia just ran off. Applause to that right there. <laughs> Thank you. So that that's a lot of that, that that just shows these things don't put themselves on, and this no. is a lot of work, and you're going to need a lot of help. And in addition to that. You're going to need a fair uh, chunk of money. This, th- yes. th- these things float on money here. Uh, what, 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 what do you need the money for? I mean, the capital can't be charging you too much, can they? The capital's actually free. Free, that's what I'm Which thinking. was a big surprise to us. Me too. But I guess we paid for it in our taxes. So. We, we certainly do. And by the way, you, we paid a lot of money to rebuild that thing. But boy, they did a fine job. Yeah. Kudos to the, the, the uh, construction crowd. But th- there's money need for other things. Yeah, there actually is a little bit of charge because we'll be overstaying the normal schedule. But um, 
we're going to be providing lunches for all of the girls, just the paperwork involved and the mailing and all of that kind of thing. Everybody involved in it is a volunteer right. from the judges, the steering committee, everybody. Right. So they're contributing their time. But just to put this on, it's probably going to be close to $10,000, which is the most expensive project we've ever tried. Right. And so obviously some, some help is needed. I'm assuming fundraising is also happening at uh, speakingproudly.org. That is correct. So you can peel off a few bucks, spare some volunteer time. Maybe you have some volunteer hours at your day job that you can spend. It's be a great place to do it. I have a hunch and I'll certainly have to look into this myself here. So, uh, because I think this is the sort of thing we need to foster among, among the, the, the upcoming generation. I mean, it's like the idea of getting in front of a room and speaking, in addition to all the normal fear that people fear uh, have of, of getting in front of rooms full of people, there's also the fact that it's, it's if not a lost art, certainly not something that modern society emphasizes mm. being able to do, and yet it is so vital for people to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, by the way, so the deadline to file to get in to to be considered is August 1st, as you said. That's kind of a hard deadline. We need to make sure people, we get at least 50 young women up to to do this by uh, August 1st. Uh, We've got a running start here so far, Sherry Wallace? We have no idea. Oh, really? (laughs) Because uh, (laughs) August 1st hasn't come yet. Okay. But we've gone out to teachers and schools, and we were at homeschool conferences, reaching out to the people that Think we think would have a high interest in this. We also have reached out to to um, different newspapers around putting sending out the news release, just uh, explaining to people what an, a great opportunity this was for their uh, high school student to earn a thousand dollars. And if they like politics, if they're curious, if they want want to speak up. But it's all explained on the website. I really encourage people to go to that, whether they want to volunteer or they want to contribute. That's probably where we right right off the bat had to spend our money. Oh yeah. So it's it just it had to be there, and it was it's our main tool for communications. And I should say we don't know who's going to be uh, applying. Everybody will be assigned a number because the judges won't know. They won't know what school they're from. They won't know their names. We're trying to make it as fair as possible. So the students are judged strictly on the merit of their speech. Excellent. Yeah, that that's that's a good thing. I mean, a, a process with integrity certainly helps. And and I don't I don't I don't remember the North Dakota High School Speech Association being that much of a stickler for fairness. <laughs> this is it's good to hear. We're folks. Republicans. That's true. Yeah, right. That's that's true. I, we don't have any St. Paul election officials involved here. That's probably a good sign too here as well. Uh, so. Anything else that people need to know about this event here? It's coming up October 26, but there's going to be a couple, you know, about 10 weeks of, of screening candidates. If someone applies, say you have a young lady that you want to get involved in this, they spend between now and August 1st, at some point they put in an application. When do you have the final cut of 50 selected? When's that going to happen? End of August. End of August. We will send out information to all these people, send a thank you letter to those who didn't make the cut. Uh, but clearly want them to stay involved and stay uh, part of, you know, keep watching for this. We plan to do this every other year. Okay. feel that this is a downtime at the Capitol and really uh, see that this is should be an ongoing investment in yeah. the future for these young people. These competitions used to be all over the place. Mm-hmm. I mean, it used to be that the American Legion, the VFW oh, both yes. had speech contests. I won the VFW in 1980. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> Congratulations. It's, it's yeah. going back a little bit, but yeah. Uh, and yet they're kind of an endangered species these days. I haven't, I haven't seen this sort of thing around. What what was it that sparked the interest in doing this, this, ex, this particular project? Uh, I, I think Jean? the election had an influence on us when we saw how many women – were voting Democrat against their own best interests. Right. It was very upsetting. And we thought, you, you, you have to talk to these people when they're young. Yes. And get them to at least think that there is another position there that might have something going for it. You know, the, the, so often they get all these messages directing them to the left. Yeah. They need to be involved and in, in decide the what they think. Mm-hmm. Winston Churchill had a famous quote, uh, someone who's a, a – 
conservative, a, a liberal at, uh, at someone who's a conservative at twenty has has no. Well, what was it someone who isn't a, a liberal at twenty has no heart, and someone who isn't a conservative at forty has no brain? Which yes. may be the subject for your speech uh, contest two years <laughs> yes, from now. Right, <laughs> looking exactly. for a good quote to base a contest on. But but on the other hand, yeah, the idea of completely seeding an entire generation. I mean, a lot of people will swing to the right, as I did myself when I was 21, uh, move from left to right just when you encounter life. But uh, there's no real good reason to cede an entire generation to the to the other side here without a fight. And so this is excellent. Anyway, one more time. The website is speakingproudly.org. I've got it posted at shotinthedark.info for people who are interested. Let's do this again sometime before August 1st just to okay. make sure we beat the bushes. Jean, Sherry, Cynthia, thank you very much for coming in today. Thank it's been great to have you all here. I'll look forward to hopefully turning up for this event here. This show sounds like a lot of fun. And we'd love to have the winner here Let's for the do eight that. minute speech. Brilliant idea. You might be in marketing. This is great. Northern Lights. Be right back. Go nowhere. As Winston Churchill said, all the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. Join me every Sunday at 4 p.m. for the Victory Hour, when we will talk politics, Israel, and the law. The Victory Hour, Sunday afternoons at 4, here on The Patriot. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. Varicose and spider veins. What a gift from my mom. She had them, and I got them. Not only are they uncomfortable and sometimes painful, but I stopped wearing skirts and shorts because I was embarrassed and hated the way my legs looked. When my kids asked, what are those things on your legs? That was it. I finally went to Vein Clinics of America. The doctors at Vein Clinics of America have been treating vein disease for over 35 years. They're the largest and most experienced vein treatment center in the U.S. The best part is, Vein Clinics of America is coming to the Twin Cities this spring, and most insurance is accepted. So if you have tired, swollen, and painful legs, or suffer from embarrassing varicose and spider veins like I did, you can now get world-class treatment for your legs right here in the Twin Cities at Vein Clinics of America. To learn more about location openings, call 800-593-4411. 800-593-4411. That's 800-593-4411. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-918-7169. 800-918-7169. 800-918-7169. 800-918-7169. That's 800-918-7169. Millions plan for retirement online, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488 or hashtag NarnShow. That was the sound of a speech tournament when I was in high school. Terminator Ann, you're, you're in radio. You're, you're a young fellow. You must have done speech in high school, right? I think I had one class. That was about it. Oh, wait. You actually had a speech class? One speech class, yeah. Wow. I, it, it reinforces my faith in the education system that, that happens at all. Thank you. 
651-289-4488, the number to call. By the way, speaking of women speaking, one woman who, who, who does a lot of speaking for a living here in the Twin Cities is the Speaker of the Minnesota House, Melissa Hortman. And it's largely not good speaking. She's, and I say that not to be a misogynistic uh, mansplainer. Fact is, most politicians are completely wretched public speakers. Don't know how it is. I mean, they, can, they may give a good stump speech uh, into a crowd of friendly faces, but when it comes time to give an actual speech to convince people, forget about it. Complete garbage. That's hard to do. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but if you listen to the British Parliament, the Parliament in the UK, listening to the level of public speech to a, a sometimes hostile crowd, you see, there, it's almost like open stage night at a really tough comedy club. I mean, you've got to really be on your oratorical game to not get eaten alive by the piranhas of the British Parliament. Uh, public speakers in the UK, in, 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 in the British government, and really any freewheeling parliamentary government, have really got to make it work. Melissa Horton, not so much, anyway. But it's not so much her speaking but her writing this past week that uh, caught my attention. Um, and most of course, she's the most powerful person in the Minnesota State Legislature, one of the most powerful people in Minnesota. Um, and so when she speaks, people listen. And so I saw an op-ed she wrote this past week in the Star Tribune on a look back at the just-ended legislative session, printed in the Star Tribune, uh, which rhetorically speaking at least, is there to paint the toenails of DFLers, as we discussed in the first hour, in Ray Ilhan Omar. Uh, but this is, it's an op-ed, so this is in Melissa Hortman's own words, so we're not looking for journalism here, it is in fact opinion. And that's fine, that's what op-eds are. But I saw something interesting in Melissa Hortman's op-ed this past week that kind of grabbed my attention, and it grabbed my attention because it was a thing that was placed so as to grab relatively little attention. It, it, it's almost like there's a faint air of, and I quote, we got dragged into this in Melissa Hortman's op-ed uh, that came out just a couple days ago in the strip. Remember, in 2018, the DFL statewide, especially here in the metro area, wrapped itself around gun control tightly. It claimed that that issue flip the metro. I mean, you, after the election in 2018, less than a year ago, Melissa Hortman and uh, what's his face? Uh, the the majority leader, Uncle Tom. Oh, yeah. Ryan, Uncle Tom Winkler uh, said, yeah, this is, the election was about gun control. Gun control swung people to the DFL in the metro area. I mean, they, they as much as claimed that the issue was, was dispositive in helping them flip the metro and that, quote, 90 percent of all Minnesotans, end quote, supported their agenda of universal registration and red flag confiscation bills. Now, of course, if you follow this broadcast, you know that if you fast forward to April and May, when Ryan, Uncle Tom Winkler's DFL majority didn't have the votes to bring either of those measures to the floor as standalone measures, even in a chamber completely supported, not just by the DFL, by, by the radical metrocrat DFL. They couldn't bring them to the floor as standalone measures. They had to bury them in a public safety omnibus bill. The fact that those measures were buried away proved that it was complete baked wind, that if Minnesota were actually behind the measures by a, a ratio of nine to one, that would have been unthinkable. Republicans would have raced to vote for these measures, both in the House and the Senate, if, in fact, 90 percent of Minnesotans were behind those measures. They weren't, of course. The polling was an unreliable push poll taken right after a mass shooting. By the way, that's how polling always works in this issue. Anyway, so this past spring in the Minnesota House, even a house controlled by the DFL, by the radical metrocrat fringe of the DFL, which is now the mainstream, by the way, fringe is mainstream, gun control went over like uh, a brown pair of shoes at a tuxedo convention. 
Let's fast forward still some more from the spring to this op-ed. At the top of the op-ed, well, okay, we had a, a paragraph or two of, of introduction. Paragraph three, paragraph four. Okay, she's shoveling the Hopi changey, which is, by the way, the primary message of Democrats nationwide, especially the DFL. I mean, the, 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 the Democrat that gets nominated to run for president in 2020 will be the one that shovels the Hopi changey most convincingly. Or, I don't know, perhaps just more effusively. Three, four, five. You start to get into some policies that... And by the way, Melissa Hortman's point was, oh, the Republicans said no. Thank God. The Republicans said no to the DFL's spending orgy. Not enough no's, but that's divided government for you. That's half. That's, that's what you get when you have half of the, the, the legislature and a Democrat governor who has pledged himself to participate in the spending orgy. But you keep working through the paragraphs. Paragraph 5, paragraph 6. Working through the policy-related paragraphs. Paragraphs 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. If you scan down towards the bottom, there's two paragraphs of closing. Just the the mumbo-jumbo that wrap up the the op-ed. And somewhere between paragraph 9 and paragraph 11 comes paragraph 10. Paragraph 11 being your standard boilerplate wrap-up the op-ed paragraph. Paragraph 9 being policy. In the middle you have paragraph 10, which is in this entire 13-paragraph op-ed, paragraph 10 was the last paragraph to deal with anything policy-related, the very last one. In other words, it's buried, buried as deeply as you can bury it while still mentioning it at all. And this is the paragraph where she measured the uh, where she mentioned the gun control measures that had the quote ninety percent support from Minnesotans end quote. The issues that supposedly swept her to the speakership last year. So, just in terms of placement. This should tell you something. The DFL is realizing that what a lot of us suspected all along, that, no, the polling was garbage, and the DFL was presenting a buffet of baked wind to their not especially cognizant electorate. And then you read paragraph 10 of this op-ed. Quote, Beyond our core values of education, health care, and economic security, Minnesotans have called on legislatures to make communities safer by addressing the epidemic of gun violence. Republicans have said no to common-sense gun violence prevention measures that have become law in Republican-led states. Criminal background checks for all gun sales and red flag laws to prevent people who have indicated an intent to cause harm from possessing firearms until the danger has passed. Which, by the way, we have completely debunked in this broadcast over and over. These measures would save lives. DFLs will continue efforts to enact these provisions into law. Only on paragraph 10 of a 13-paragraph piece will they continue those efforts. If you smell carefully, you can detect the, the faint wafting stench of the speaker distancing herself from the issue. You can hear the unwinding sound of the DFL's message being unwrapped from the axle of the buzzsaw that they went through on this issue. Did you catch some of the terminology in there? Minnesotans called. Republicans said no. Why, it's almost as if Speaker Hortman is saying, don't look at us. Minnesotans asked for it. It's the GOP, not us. We, we just simple vessels of other people's will in the DFL. Of uh, course they get a ton of money from michael bloomberg and from every town and from other plutocrats with deep pockets they have to keep pushing the message out there somewhere along with all the other hopi changey but stop me if i'm wrong 
really didn't sound like her heart was in it. Well, why you could almost say you could detect the faint aroma of that albatross around her neck starting to go bad. It's almost like she buried the lead as far as she could bury it without demolition charges and a bulldozer. 651-289-4488. Should you care to join me? Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. In Minnesota, you can take 10,000 different routes to adventure. One path leads you to bluff country biking and world-class hiking trails. Head in a different direction and explore modern art and a historic brewery. Navigate by boat to a lakeside restaurant or cruise downriver with friends on a paddleboard. No matter which route you take, from star-studded concerts to camping under the stars, you're destined to find your true north only in Minnesota. Visit ExploreMinnesota.com. The world of business and investing is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the info? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, reading trade magazines, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. That's where Business 1440 steps in. We're your on-air guide through the fast-paced financial and business landscape. Up-to-the-minute business and investing news. Streaming now at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Maybe you'd like to know what exactly Relief Factor is. It was created by doctors. It's a 100% drug-free supplement with four key ingredients that simply help your own body deal with the natural inflammatory response that it has. It's easy to swallow, four little capsules in each packet, like the packet that I carry with me at all times. Three packets a day for a week, then two packets a day for two weeks, and I have just described the three-week quick start. And you will know in three weeks, that's the beauty of it. Whether it works, they don't drag you on. That costs just $19.95. There's a very good chance that a very serious percentage of my listeners suffer from some sort of muscular or joint pain. You should try this for $19.95. That's all you can lose. If it works, they will send it to you automatically. If it doesn't work, tell them not to send any shipments. And it's as simple as that. It is all at relieffactor.com. I've been using it for years now. Relieffactor.com. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, EVRcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Oh, make me over. AM twelve eighty the Patriot. I'm all I wanna be. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight the number to call. Don't forget, well, if you're coming out to the zoo tonight down to Discovery Bay, I will see you there. I will be at the Narn table with a table of, well, a bunch of our best friends, along with Brad Carlson and King Banyan. Hey, if you missed it this time, don't worry. We'll have another one coming up soon because we're heading into another election. Hasn't even been another year, and we're already getting ready for the next one, so be there. Anyway, hope you can make it. By the way, the steady trickle of St. Paul traditions slowly being ground into pulp beneath the weight of St. Paul's social intervention and economic incompetence ambitions 
and roaming teams of weasel lawyers and pet plaintiffs continues. What am I talking about? It's one of the evergreen topics if you live in St. Paul. Uh, the, the original Snuffies is next on the block. Uh, Snuffies hamburger joint down on Cleveland at, I think, St. Clair, right next to Willie's American Guitars, one of the great institutions of St. Paul itself, uh, is going is closing up. The original Snuffies, one of the finer hamburger joints uh, in the Twin Cities, is calling it quits after decades and decades and decades of business. Uh, Snuffies marketing director Dana Bach uh, in a piece in the Star, in the Star Tribune said, the Star Tribune was out there, Pioneer Press, uh, said the decision to close was based on a combination of factors, a rent increase, a property tax increase, and ADA compliance issues. That's American with Disabilities Act. Quote, it's making it tough for us to continue operating at this location, she said. Now, you know that the city of St. Paul is plagued with uh, government that is is following along with the trend that big progressive cities are following, you know, bar- barring uh, single-family housing, working on trying to get to that point, uh, minimum wage, benefit increases, and, and, of course, zoning set up to try and make the city even higher density than it already is. Which, by the way, when you make land scarce, you increase the price of that land, meaning rent, uh, if you're renting a, a space for a business, as well as the property taxes to run the increasing gluttonous city government. You also have in St. Paul one of those things that goes along with one-party government, a class of legal piranhas who live off of the rules that the that the, that these one-party system foists on 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 the community. Uh, there's a lawyer who's basically prowling St. Paul looking for restaurants in particular built before the the dawn of of handicla- uh, handicap compliance and bringing lawsuits that are either incredibly expensive to fight or result in restaurants going out of business. That's why the St. Clair Broiler closed a year or two ago and uh, other St. Paul institutions have had to call it quits because of weasel lawyers running around uh, with pet clients launching lawsuits that no small business can survive in a city that is already treating every small business person like a human ATM machine. It's become an extremely hostile environment for small businesses, especially if they're small businesses who don't have the high profit margins of your absolutely edge of the fashion curve, Tony sorts of restaurants here, your, your places where you'll count on dropping 50 to 100 bucks for dinner. Another whole world there. Anyway, by the way, Snuffies is still out there if you enjoy their delicious burgers. Uh, they continue to operate. I'm not getting paid for this, by the way, just full disclosure. Uh, they have stores in Edina, Minnetonka, and Bloomington. But then that's the point. Like St. Paul eateries, old and new, pretty much everything is a greener pasture. Any Every place else, even in the metro, is a greener pasture than a traditional St. Paul business these days. Anyway, I... Thought I would point out yesterday, I wrote a piece on this on my blog, yesterday would have been Anne Frank's 90th birthday. Anne Frank, of course, a young Jewish girl who kept a diary of the two years that her, her family, and a few other uh, Jews in Amsterdam were hidden by a Goyesha family uh, in an attic. It's one of the most famous books to come out of World War II. So it's been traditionally an institution among younger Americans to, at least when I was a kid, read uh, diary of a Young Girl, which is a fairly frank recitation of a couple years of life uh, in hiding, in hiding from a regime that was uh, out to kill them, something that they knew very well the entire time. Uh, and I do recommend the book. By the way, it wasn't the first book I read about the Holocaust. I, I know for many younger Americans then and now, Diary of a Young Girl is the first book they read about the Holocaust. Uh, it was probably fourth or fifth in order for me. I got through uh, Treblinka, uh, the B'nai B'rith Black Book of Nazi Atrocities, uh, Escape from Sobibor at the very least. Uh, yeah, I was kind of a weird kid. Anyway. Uh, a woman named Erin Blakemore, who's written some uh, superb articles about Anne, Fla- uh, Anne Frank, wrote an excellent uh, article uh, on 
how the residents of the attic were betrayed. By the way, there were eight people who hid up there in a space probably not much bigger than this studio for two years and uh, were eventually arrested by the the Gestapo and and Dutch collaborators with the Nazis. Uh, There's controversy over whether they were betrayed or whether it was just an investigation into forged ration cards that led them to the attic. We don't know. Seven of the eight uh, inmates in the attic died in one concentration camp or another. Otto Frank, Anne's father, did survive, did find the uh, diary, passed away within the last 25 years, I believe. He lived a long life uh, working for his daughter's legacy. One element of the legacy that Aaron Blakemore wrote about in an impassioned uh, series of tweets, uh, one of few things worth reading on Twitter lately, uh, and she she tweeted, today would have been, uh, this is yesterday, it would have been Anne Frank's 90th birthday, and as I do every year on this day, I bristle at people sharing her out-of-context quote, about people being basically good at heart. Because if you read nothing else in the media uh, these days about the diary of a young girl, there will be a quote from towards the end of the book where she says, deep down at heart, I believe that people are basically good. It's presented as a a shining spot of hope in a dark world. And of course, it's, it's baked monkey doodle. I mean, she did believe it, but if you continue reading past that, She says, it's getting harder and harder to believe this. I want to believe this. Most teenagers do. Most teenagers, especially in the West, especially in a relatively modern era, and 85 years ago in in the Netherlands was a fairly modern place that many of us would recognize as such. And fundamentally, people are not inclined to believe that, that the basis of human nature is fundamentally extremely ugly, and rarely more so than when people are prowling the street trying to to kill you. And this was starting to wear on young Anne Frank. It was 15 at the time. And uh, it was, was colored the last chapters of the book when you know, of course, the end is near, both of the book and of its real-life characters. At any rate, I urge you, I posted about this yesterday in a post called People Are Basically Trash. Yeah, I was a little cynical yesterday. Don't judge. I urge you to read it. I urge you to read Aaron Blakemore's uh, Twitter uh, thread on the subject, which clarifies and puts some into context the remark and her anger at its misuse. And I urge you to remember these events and pass this on to the younger generation that isn't being taught about them. Because the fact is, as the greatest generation dies off, so is a lot of knowledge of what World War II and human nature really about. This I urge you to do. Thanks for tuning in today. God bless you all. God bless America. Don't miss Sandvold Financial Group's Money Talks radio show here every Sunday morning at 9. Securities offered through Woodbury Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Sandvold Financial Group is in Minnetonka, 952-544-2837. Across America, it's snoring season. 90 million Americans make this sound every night. If you have a blocked or narrow nose, you're more likely to open your mouth to breathe, causing snoring. Introducing an ingenious Australian invention called Mute. Mute is a comfortable nasal device that helps you breathe more easily through your nose and snore less. Put snoring season to bed, America. For more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more. Snore less. Sleep better. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash now? One of the nation's largest personal loan networks, GetCash.com, is the place to go when you need money fast. All you need is a checking account and a regular source of income. And you could get up to $5,000 discreetly with your computer or smartphone in as little as 24 hours, regardless of your credit history. Get the cash you need fast at getcash.com. That's getcash.com. Getcash.com. Your first year of Christian school is half price through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half price Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
Dennis Prager with Mike Hilborn, owner of Roof to Deck Restoration, the experts at cleaning and maintaining decks and fences. Mike, cleaning, staining, and restoring a wood deck correctly takes knowledge and experience. Tell people how Roof to Deck can help. Dennis, as you know, we have a five-step cleaning and staining process. First, we apply a wood cleaner. Second, we wash the deck with low pressure. Because wood is soft, low pressure is very important. Next, we apply a neutralizer to brighten the wood. Then we let the wood dry. When we return, we use a moisture meter to test the wood to make sure it is dry. Finally, we seal the deck by hand. We do not use sprayers. What if it rains? Well, unlike the homeowner who's forced to do it on the weekend, we wait for dry weather, which means you get great results. Learn more by watching some of our videos at RoofToDeck.com. For a free quote, call 651-699-3504. That's 651-699-3504. Call now through Thursday and receive $100 off your project of $1,000 or more. Hi, this is Theo Sandberg of Coldwell Banker Burnett. Selling your home doesn't have to be hard. In fact, I'm here to make it easy. The key to selling your home for top dollar is getting the right message in front of the right people. In fact, I'm so confident in my team's approach that if I sell your home for less than the price we agreed to, I'll pay the difference up to $5,000. I stand by that. If I sell your home for less, I'll pay the difference up to five grand, not you. Call today to learn more at 612-440-5000. AM 1280, the pay- Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.